from the Lakeside Newsroom of the Henrico Citizen, your hometown news source since 2001. This is the Henrico News Minute with publisher Tom Lapis. Henrico officials consider a recycling fee and delay action on a civilian review board and two crime incidents in the near west end. We'll have details about those stories and more in today's Henrico News Minute for Wednesday, December 16th, 2020. It's brought to you today by Henrico County and Henrico Area Mental Health. And now for the news. During last night's Henrico Board of Supervisors meeting, the board heard a proposal that would implement a $24 annual recycling fee on all county dwelling units as part of an expanded recycling effort. The plan would raise about $3.4 million annually. Single-family homes would be billed $12 in June and 12 in December, while the companies that own rental apartment units would be assessed the same fee for each one of their units. That's a cost they likely would pass along to renters. The county is seeking to expand the program as a way to stem a loss in revenues during the previous fiscal year, fiscal year 2020. Henrico lost nearly a million dollars in its recycling efforts. It contracts along with several other localities with the Central Virginia Waste Management Authority, which provides the service. Last year, the county spent about $2.5 million, but the program cost about $3.3 million. Implementation of the fee would allow the county to recoup its costs on an annual basis. It also would allow the expansion countywide and would provide some 90,000 recycling carts to households. Now, Henrico is the only major Richmond area locality that doesn't currently charge for recycling. If it implements the new fee, which would amount to $2 a month, that would still be lower than what Chesterfield, Richmond, Hanover, and Goochland charge there residents. County residents in Henrico would not be able to opt out of the fee, according to Henrico Finance Director Megan Coates. New recycling customers are receiving the new carts already, she told the Board of Supervisors. The county would anticipate distributing carts countywide in July if the plan ultimately is approved. Also at last night's meeting, the board unanimously approved a $25 million budget amendment that will provide pay increases for county employees in a variety of different formats, agency by agency. The proposal was introduced two weeks ago. The money became available thanks to better-than-expected revenues during the past few months. County officials had slashed the proposed budget for the current fiscal year by nearly $100 million back in May, but promised to restore some of it as the year went on if revenues were improving, which they have been. Even with the addition of this $25 million, Budget Director Justin Crawford told supervisors that the county will have a surplus of two to three times that amount from the current year. And also at last night's board meeting, the board agreed to continue discussion of the possible formation of a civilian review board for the Division of Police. The proposal to create such a board was made in early June by Verina District Supervisor Tyro Nelson. The board then heard from citizens for a period of several months by email and in person. It opted to delay any potential creation of a board until after the special session of the General Assembly since that topic also was expected to come up then. It did and the Assembly ended up authorizing localities to create civilian review boards with subpoena power. 
But at last night's meeting, Nelson said that he had come to the conclusion that more time was necessary in order to determine how the county might create a board that meets the requirements of the state law. Now, even if the county created a CRB, it wouldn't take effect until July. And so Nelson said he would rather take the time to do it right. Nelson said that the law contains a number of specific requirements that the county and its officials would have to determine how to meet. Tuckahoe District Supervisor Pat O'Bannon took it another step and said that the law is, quote, certainly flawed, end quote, and contains items that she might consider unconstitutional. Said O'Bannon, quote, this legislation, in my opinion, is fatally flawed because you cannot do some of the things in it, end quote. She praised new Henrico Police Chief Eric English, who she said already has been working on some ways to improve transparency and trust in the police department among members of the public. Nelson and Brooklyn District Supervisor Dan Schmidt now will spearhead the effort of the Board of Supervisors to work with county staff members and create a proposal that they'll bring back to the board in mid-April with the goal of voting on the proposal sometime in June. Also at last night's Board of Supervisors meeting, Henrico Christmas mother Jean Hayes told the board that the organization was able to assist about 19% more families this year than it did in 2019. Because of the pandemic, all recipients this year received gift cards to Food Lion and Walmart instead of physical gifts. County employees last night also made a donation to the program of nearly $11,000. Every 12 minutes a Virginian dies from an opioid overdose. Every 12 minutes. Opioid overdoses are on the increase in Henrico. Yes, the opioid epidemic is still impacting residents in Henrico. But you can help. To find out what you can do, go to bouncebackhc.com. That's bouncebackhc.com. Knowledge is power, including learning about naloxin. That's naloxin, which can temporarily reverse the toxic effects of an opioid or heroin overdose. Get informed, get help, save a life. Go to bouncebackhc.com. That's bouncebackhc.com. To equip yourself with the knowledge to help our residents and the community of Henrico County against the opioid epidemic. Knowing what to do will allow you to be prepared to save a life. Go to BounceBackHC.com today. That's BounceBackHC.com or call 804-727-8515. That's 804-727-8515 directly for substance abuse services. This message is sponsored by Henrico Area CSB Prevention Services. Two separate crimes occurred yesterday in the general vicinity of Willow Lawn. The first, a home break-in near Libby Avenue led to a shooting as the homeowner who witnessed the break-in on a home security system while at work called police then went home confronted the intruder still in his backyard both men presented weapons and shots were then fired according to Henrico police it happened in the 5500 block of Indigo Road a nearby house was hit by gunfire but apparently no one was injured and neither suspect apparently was struck police are still seeking the intruder who got away and later, about 1.20 in the afternoon in the 5800 block of Brimo Road, a carjacking took place. A victim was standing at his vehicle when he was approached by a male who engaged him in conversation, then produced a handgun and demanded his Honda truck. The victim was able to get away safely and immediately called 911. He spoke with a dispatcher who quickly directed officers to the scene. The suspect drove the vehicle just a short distance before officers 
apprehended him, still on Bremo Road, actually, and took him into custody. He's 29-year-old Rashid Ritchie Williams. He's been charged with carjacking, use of a firearm in the commission of a felony, and possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. He's being held at the Henrico County Sheriff's Office without bond. A little bit of good news on the COVID front in Henrico. Yesterday was the second straight day that the total number of new confirmed cases was below 100. That was following nine consecutive days during which the opposite was true. Yesterday also was the third straight day of decline among new case totals. There were 82 cases reported yesterday down from 98 on Monday. Henrico's average number of new daily cases during the past seven days has dropped to 127, down from its peak of 148 just three days ago. The county did witness the virus-related death of a person in his or her 60s, as well as one new virus-related hospitalization. Henrico's seven-day positivity percentage is down just slightly to 8.5% as of December 12th. Henrico County Public Schools officials have reported 23 new cases of COVID-19 at 20 different Henrico schools and school system facilities so far in December. Those cases included three at Johnson Elementary School. Each were reported December 9th, two among people last on the campus December 4th, the other last there on December 2nd, and two other cases at Holman Middle School reported December 1st that were unrelated. In total now, there have been 112 confirmed COVID cases at 56 different school system buildings since August 12th. The cases reported this month were the first reported at six facilities, including Adams Elementary, Colonial Trail Elementary, Dumbarton and Harvey Elementaries, as well as Laburnum and Longan Elementaries. To date, the most cases at any single building is four. That's happened at the Eastern Henrico Government Center Elko Middle School, Freeman High School, Johnson Elementary, Glen Allen High School, Hermitage High School, and Seven Pines Elementary. Today's Henrico News Minute is brought to you in part by Henrico County. How did Henrico County respond to the challenges of 2020 by taking bold steps to strengthen its connections with residents, businesses, and other stakeholders? That's one of the many takeaways from County Manager John Vitolkis' State of the County Address. This year's presentation is all virtual due to COVID-19. To check it out, go to Henrico.us and click the link at the top of the page. Connect with your county at Henrico.us.